welcome to the Sky Pirate Radio Show, you, you precious little little eggheads. I'm your host, uh, your game master, so to speak, for all the gamers out there. I'm Jace, and today I have with me our special guest every week. Please welcome him. He's our favourite. Here he comes. A Kevin Stott. You know, game game master was my official title when I work at an es- at the uh, the ye old escape oh, yeah. room. It was mine too. I was the the game master of uh, uh, my escape room out in Newtown. That was a how did you, was that an empowering role, Kevin? Because oh, it, it was a yeah. Definitely, had, it made you feel um, in control. We had T-shirts that said "Game Master" on the back. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were yeah, we were supposed to have uniforms, but I was the only one who ever wore it. Really. Hmm. Yeah, we didn't on our one. We were just wear like casual attire, but then uh, we would be part yeah, you'd of have the. To get uh, dressed up. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever talked about it that much on this show, but uh, I used to work at like a an a, an escape room that a lot of like actors and stuff. Uh, just local actors in Sydney worked at because there was a theatrical element to it. Mm-hmm. In one of the rooms, uh, you would be uh, in the room as like a sleeping guard uh, protecting a, a thing because it was World War Two. So essentially, I was a Nazi, basically. I would sit in that room and uh, I would do like a funny German accent and help people with their, their clues and stuff. And I had to stay in character, which was, uh, I tell you, real tough when it came to... <laughs> in character, like, even when nine- the room is flooding... Yeah. Oh. Oh. I don't. Oh, I haven't even talked about that. <laughs> Freak. No. But like 9 p.m. when it's like just drunk people and you're trying to do this thing, and they're all and they're all very drunk and just not not taking it <laughs> at all and breaking everything. It was a good yeah, job. I loved drunk it. Drunk people are the worst at an escape room because they're not. Yeah. Their the, their joy in their experience can only really come from ruining ruining the room and being uh mm-hmm. being a silly being a silly crew yes and uh it's even worse when there is the worst recorded storm in sydney history <laughs> going on when you're trying to be this this uh you know german imposing character upon the team but it turns out i'm a good guy after all i kind of <laughs> i kind of i kind of turn out to be a spy at the end but um uh, this was when I was trying to be imposing, and uh, there was a bunch of rain just coming in below the door, just seeping in, uh, dripping off the roof, going near all the electric. It was so unsafe, and a- as a casual worker, it's just really scary. Mm. And I was just going through the room. We didn't have any towels, so I just had like t- paper towels, trying to go under all this flooding water that was just increasing. <laughs> just this Nazi, like, oh, oh my god, oh dear, this is just, oh, oh, this, uh, this is never. What a crazy storm on this 1943 night! Uh, yeah, so that was that was my job. I don't know if you ever experienced anything quite like that. Kevin, no, but it was we a never had situation. it. We never had it. Oh, kind maybe. Sometimes the roof would leak because of the um, air conditioning, mm-hmm. and then that got fixed. But then another time there was um, it was not a nice building. There was like there's a. The room, the building had like a shared bathroom on the ground floor. It was really gross and not nice. And you had to go down this corridor. They had these two automatic doors. Um, and every time people came back, they would go, Oh, those doors were spooky. <laughs> um, <laughs> but one day it was rain. I guess it was just raining a lot. And that whole corridor flooded. Like It was like three or four oh, inches deep in water. Oh my and just, god! Just like dirty brown water, who knows? <laughs> it was just dripping. It was like it wasn't even dripping. It was like a, like there was a tap on, but coming from the roof. Mm. Um. Anyway, mm. I I mopped it all up, and then I think a couple of weeks later I left because <laughs> <laughs> I was fed up with it. But yeah, it's a it's game. Escape rooms are a weird one because they're so new. There's no. There's the Not anymore, baby. The rules are yeah, exactly. The uh yeah, the rules were our place was kinda weird and dodgy too. Joey was yeah. working at extra another escape room um <laughs> recently which also had the being the game masters would like be a character. There was one where um <laughs> there was like a monk and you could get clues the, the one of the rooms was like a chapel, and you could get clues by going into the uh, confessional, and uh, the priest would help you. 
Wow. Which was pretty interesting. But when we did it, he was not like he was not really in character as as a monk. He was just like a guy dressed as a monk. <laughs> but he knew that we yes. worked in an escape room too, so maybe he wasn't. Maybe he was didn't feel like giving it the high energy because of that. It's like you guys know what it's like. Yeah, look, on, there's some days on on especially on the days leading up to the closure of the escape room. I was not a enthusiastic. Uh, Nazi <laughs> towards the end probably um, that's a novice I have to tell you sometime maybe after the show about my uh, my last ever escape room game on the last night I worked because oh, it was wow. a, a waking nightmare <laughs> um, but now we have to we have to talk about video games and stuff this is a video game podcast it's actually right a video now, game podcast so I don't yeah, know why you're, why you're talking so much about escape rooms actually it's kind of like video games, but in real life. But you can't play them anymore, <laughs> so who cares? Um, it's all about cyber games right now. Uh, yeah. And uh, our own cyber games, which we're working on. Getaway Grand Prix got a, a brand spanking new uh, sort of tile set with the, the city. Very you, colourful looking. Do you think Kevin, we could trademark to... cyber games? Maybe every, maybe um, the like the rest of the industry could be making video games, and we could be the only ones making cyber games. I feel like cyber games has to be patented by like some laser tag place. Yeah, back in like, the in, in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, so yeah and they, just, they've got that one snatched up. I'll just make a note of it to go through the uh, trademark office. What about <laughs> once the podcast is done? Techno games. Techno games work. is not as appealing to me. Um, but yes, there's a new city. I made the city. Before, it was just placeholder buildings that were all the same. Mm-hmm. Um, now, was it, it liberating to create your very own city? So- <laughs> I, I feel like a god. Uh, this must be what, uh, what Will Wright uh, felt like when he first started putting buildings in that helicopter <laughs> game and got inspired to make SimCity. I'm, I'm sure <laughs> that we're feeling the same thing. You felt like Sid Meier's behind his Windows 96 computer when he finished the last little piece of code and hit the first Civilization game, and he was trembling, and he was, he was. so scared of, he, about what he created. He'd created a, a, um, a computer-based miracle. He'd created life. That's, right. that's what he'd done. A whole, a whole simulacrum of, uh, that's not how you say that, of, of a society in there. <laughs> civilization, so to speak. Um... But, so yeah, I made some. I made the city. I was trying to, I was trying to decide whether it was, it's hard getting like detail into just like a sixteen by sixteen tile of a of a building. Mm-hmm. So I tried doing some bigger ones, like thirty two by thirty two and stuff. Um, but I feel like the way it is now, like the buildings and the roads are kind of the right size. And the build, but the cars are big and kind of cartoony, and so I think that works. Um, but if I did it so that the buildings were big as well, then like the cars and the buildings would be the same scale, and it would just have weirdly small roads, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I think would just make it confusing. It makes more sense for it to be the the odd one out to be the cars because that's what's moving around and is the game, instead of just. Like, imagine Grand Theft Auto, but all of the roads are just half as wide. It would be (laughs) strange. Um, And, yeah, I'll end up having to do less tiles, I guess, because if I had more space, then I'd have to do more detail. You know, I'd want to do, like, an ice cream shop and a pizza shop and a hospital and whatever, and without anything to kind of use them in in the future. Um, But, yeah, I just went with the smaller ones. I also is because... I'd like to do um, kind of like a Bomberman-style multiplayer with it on, on consoles and stuff later after it's come out, and I mm. want the those boards to be feel like an entire city um, and not feel like, you know, just like a couple of blocks, which I think they would if I had the bigger buildings. So that's why. That's another reason I went for the, for the little buildings. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty happy with them. Um, I'm experimenting with the the kind of colors and buildings for the other stages, uh, so it'll be good to get them kind of locked down, um, and we can start building a bunch of levels. 
That's right. We'll, get, we'll plug in a bunch of levels in there that uh, that you can play through and progress through the game and see even more new environments. Uh, even that'll, more. That'll be waiting for you. Um, but yeah, very very happy with how it's looking too. Very br- vibrant and bright, nice mm. uh, cartoony city. Um, we've also got maybe. Uh, do you want to share the, any news about Blazing Barrels? You were you finalized. I saw you and Joey looking over some like uh, finalized mobile controls for the game. Yeah, I just kind of had the. I've it's been in my back of my head for a while. Is um. We didn't end up getting the funding to kind of keep making it as a as a full PC game, and it is the right choice for us now to try and make s- small games because um, it's less risky. But that mm-hmm. also means, you know, we have like half of a game there ready to go. So, yeah, just thinking of um, how we could use, uh, how we could implement kind of touch controls and, and put it on mobile, simplify it into more of a kind of a shoot 'em up experience mm-hmm. i guess interesting and that and that wouldn't also it, you know aiming for phone uh, ios and, and android and phones right away wouldn't uh exclude the possibility of it coming to to yeah. consoles it could you know, it, it could expand version. in the future yeah we just have to the situation that we're in at the moment we just need to get um i think some lots of little small concepts out and then if any of those kind of um hit it off, then we'll be in a good position to expand them further, I think is the plan. Yeah, I that's think that's a, that's a very a very wise plan. In theory, is it? Yeah. Hmm. It's good too, because I mean, it, it's, you know, it's the hard, it's hard to finish projects, and so it's yeah. it'll be good that we'll have more new and exciting projects, and we won't be stuck, uh, you know. For years trying to finish something that we're over <laughs> and yeah. we've kind of grown beyond which is what happened with Haunted something I've, I've been thinking about a little bit recently is, is finally putting out like maybe a, a doing a, a Gama Sutra article or something about uh, our experiences or working on that game and, and sort of what we learnt uh, mm. from that as well I think that it would be really informative for people because it, it is a story it's a lot it's a long and storied history of that game's development for sure it is a big journey um, mm-hmm. it's hard in the end it came down to kind of personal motivation I guess which is the same thing that I'm trying to drum up at the moment and kind of really really get going and and getting a lot of good stuff done every day um I forget. There was something I was going to yeah. say, but I don't remember what it was. That's okay. It's a, uh, yeah, feeling a much more positive, uh, you know, shift about the games we're working on. We're not, we're not toiling away on a thing for, for too long. Yes. Uh, just, just wanting to, to push it out. We're making things that we're, we're very proud about and passionate about and uh, can't wait for you to play. Yeah. I think the thing, the th- it's, we've said it a few times, you know, we had uh, one time me and Joey went back to our old uni and did a talk about, what what to do and what not to do, but yeah. I feel like I feel like before we started, we heard it a lot that um, you shouldn't start something too big, and but you know we thought we weren't. That's the thing. It, even though it kind of it ended up being pretty basic, it was it was a, it was a lot to chew for the for a first project having never actually finished one before. Yeah. Anyway, we've learned our lesson now, haven't we? Well, we've learned. Uh, yeah, I would say that we've learned a whole, a whole freaking lot. Yeah, from it. absolutely. And, uh, yeah. So I, I think, it, I think it was definitely a learning experience, and and we're better off for it. Better game makers and game masters as well. Yes. A lot of escape room experience. <laughs> it really, um, really goes in. I'm destined to make video games, so. Mhm. No, and, and that's de- that's my one. That's my one kind of. It's uh, my foundation. Mhm. We're, de- we're destined to, to make them and, and make them for you. And, and now we're destined to do some headline news. Did you like that hip-hop rap, Kevin? I think I did. I think now, should, the more rhyming, the better. All right. Well, let's let's uh, kick into some headline news. Kevin, I've got some exciting development. I've got a jingle for you. Yes. <laughs>
that's the jingle. There's Welcome no... to headline news, everybody. <laughs> I was expecting it to. I was expecting there to be some <laughs> some lyrics in it, or a mention that it's that the segment is headline news, but it's um it's instrumental. <laughs> I can if you want. I can. Well, I can. No, I after this, I can. Actually, I think it's cla- I think it's classier without lyrics. Okay. Yeah, at least, at least for this time. With a little voice Maybe... going on with the it's headline news, you know, like that kind of thing. <laughs> Maybe in the future. I think okay. in the future, but I think for this one, I think it's important for <laughs> the listeners to hear exactly what I heard. <laughs> okay. For the first yeah, time. Their, their ears are yours, and this is headline <laughs> news, so everyone get your ears ready for some, for some stories. Okay, number one, our top story for today. Lemmings, it just isn't fun. You know? Like, I, I think that when I played it as a kid, it was sort of, I, I, I had the idea that, okay, I'll get this when I'm an adult, and I'll understand what I'm doing here with all these little characters, you know, making them dig and stuff, and, and solving mm-hmm. puzzles, and then I played it as an adult, and it just sucks, so fuck Lemmings, that's the top story of today, <laughs> I think it's stupid, what do you think, Kevin? I think that it is more of a toy, probably, than it is a game, Interesting. Um, even though it has those puzzles and stuff in it. But I can understand why it became popular because there was probably not a lot of stuff that was out there that was similar at the time. Mm-hmm. That's what I think about Lemmings. Now, this is what I think about Lemmings. I think it's uh, it's like a wor- I think Worms is cooler. I think there's a lot more there's a lot more going on in the Worms series that really gets me going. I mean, uh, yeah, sure. I but they're like they they're completely different. I guess if I had to pick one, I would pick worms. <laughs> I'm just I'm just comparing them because they are you know they they're have both the got terrain, they do stuff yeah. on the ground yeah. They I mean, both run on the same engine. Uh, that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> <I don't. laughs> but uh, anyway, that's Lemmings. Uh, second story: Tom Hanks' blood to be used for coronavirus research. You hear about this, Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> why? Why do we need his specifically? It's very powerful. I. It's a Look, potent I'm, resource. I'm these these <laughs> news stories sound far fetched, but I trust you, so they must be headline news. I just so I just gonna... took a screenshot of this on my like Google phone news that came up, and I was like, <laughs> I I this is important. Of course. Um. um yeah. Those 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 news those Google news headlines are. There's something else, aren't they? They're really a gold mine. Like nothing, and, and like sometimes you know you can click the little dots and go like, oh, don't show me anything about this guy anymore, this character. But uh, it doesn't help. It's just it's all headlines are just kind of sh- just drivelly uh, bad, uh, uh, just garbage. They um, are. I think that the targeting seems to be okay. They are. It serves me headlines that in theory I would be interested about. But I know for a fact that they're all clickbait garbage, so I'll never, I'll never go on them. It keeps. I don't. I don't trust that. Like, uh, you know, feeding me relevant stuff because it keeps. I keep saying I'm not interested in the Joker, Kevin, and it <laughs> keeps telling me about the Joker. It keeps telling me about all sorts of different stories about this character. It knows um, that you love the Joker. Maybe, um, yeah, maybe it's just meant to be. Maybe I need to awake my dark side and become a very twisted joker like <laughs> it's a, it's a, It's identified you. That's what's happening mm-hmm. in Westworld at the moment. Um, is is that a, a show that's going on right now still? Yeah, it is. It's The last wow. episode is next week. They, oh they, they this Season 3, they busted out of uh, the Westworld park and now it's basically just a, a show about future robot assassins. Is it okay? I yeah, no, it's, it's good. I've been enjoying okay. it. They have kind of a... Uh, they have... Outside of the park, there's kind of a big robot that they've built to predict, like, the best future... To, like, simulate and predict and run the best future for everybody. Um, mm-hmm. But then it turns out that, you know, there's people that um, don't fit that plan and so it has to kind of box them up in a warehouse so the people it turns out jace are just as trapped as the hosts were in the original oh, park everyone's very trapped. interesting 
That's that's very bad. I wonder what will happen. I well, we don't know. We're about to find out next episode. Twists and turns. Oh boy! Turns out one one character that we thought was a person the whole time was actually a simulation robot. Oh, Battlestar Galactica. That's it is. That's cr- that's it is a wild. very Battlestar Galactica time. Um, now what would you do, Kevin, if at the last <laughs> the last episode, all the character these characters escape from the situation they're in and they're running and they're running. In the, I don't know anything about Westworld. They're running <laughs> at the horizon. Mm-hmm. And they run into a new place, and they go, and then the, it cuts to black, and then title card comes up. It says Westworld, and then the West gets crossed out. It's called Eastworld. <laughs> I mean, um, I, it they would go be, to Japan and stuff. It would be a twist. There's geisha robots. They had a Japan you know? episode. Did you know about that? No. They no. It's it's quite good. They go to Japan, and it turns out that it's just kind of a it's just kind of a reskin. So all our favorite uh, robot characters have like Japanese doubles in a in a new Japanese world. Mm, interesting. Did, did you just say they just go to Japan? Like, is it like a special episode, <laughs> like The Simpsons? No, they they just um they just happen to go to the the I don't know what it's called, but the their Japanese Westworld Park. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's feudal Japan and it's even more gory than Westworld. Oh my gosh! I know. Wild. <laughs> I did not expect to be talking about Westworld today. Well, it's, I'm head, really it's glad. that's headline news, you know. Tom it's Hanks' headline is news. Blood. Got my Hanks blood in. To, um, got my Hanks rider set up. Yeah, I'm ready we to need go. to all use Hanks rider to support Tom Hanks. Yep. Feeling feeling strong, feeling healthy, ready to ride in my Hanks rider with my Hanks blood in. <laughs> If you, for listeners who might not know, Hanks Rider is a, is a Tom Hanks's app, which is a, a, a digital uh, typewriter simulator for your iPad, <laughs> because Tom it's... Hanks loves a typewriter. Yes, he, uh, when I was working at a bookstore, his, uh, his book that was just all about typewriters, I guess, uh, was selling hotcakes. <laughs> and every time, every time I would, uh, I would have to pick one up to get for the online customers. I would look at the pages and like read a different page from it, and it was always very boring. So thank you, Tom Hanks, for the to- for the typewriter book and, for and your the blood. Hanks writer. It's literally just a typewriter on your phone. Uh, you can use it. There's in-app purchases to unlock new types of typewriters. New types of skins, and also Tom Hanks' voice will come in sometimes and say, "Ah, oh, that's good. Keep <laughs> typing, buddy." Um, so that's that story out of the way. What we've got next for headline news is, uh, uh, right here. Um, Mario Maker 2 Worlds. You can now make, uh, whole worlds in Mario Maker 2 full of, uh, comprised of, I think, around five levels or something like that. Maybe more, maybe a little bit less. Um, that you can, and you can play through the worlds and you can do multiple of them. So you can, you can have a, a whole bloody video game many of them but made by different people in Super Mario Maker 2 now isn't that isn't that wild kevin it's good i was this is something that um i think we all wanted and absolutely um i'm glad that it's here i think that it's good because it'll let people make you know a good it's so it's just so hard it's what i want to play on Mario Maker is someone who's made a game that is like a Mario game, but a lot of the time you just get crazy stuff. Yeah. And Especially, it, it, even in the endless mode, you kind of... It, it doesn't matter what difficulty you, you'll be on, it'll just be like a mix of like, oh, here's a good level sometimes, but very often it'll just be like, here's an auto level, or uh, yeah. here's just like a really odd level that stinks a little bit. The, the, the curating on it seems kind of dicey. Yeah, well, I heard that I heard that for the first one, the way that it sorted the levels was like the people who went through the like the hundred Mario challenge or whatever. It was it was like those people and them giving their thumbs up or whatever that curated it for everybody else. Um, but yeah, who knows? It's, apparently, it's like hard to get your your if you're a if you're a Mario Maker creator level person, it's hard to get people to play your levels. Um, I played some of the worlds. I, I, one had some very difficult 
platforming stuff. It was like one of those challenge levels. I managed to... Mm-hmm. I beat the first half of it, but the rest of it was all like spin jumps on top of saw blades and I wasn't I wasn't ready for that. The first part was like jump on a bunch of cannonballs and I can I enjoy that. Uh, I jump on a cannonballs challenge. Um and then but that one was too hard so I tried a different world. Um and I guess these were this was like the the first day after it had come out. Right. Um and it was just someone it, it seemed like they had just like I'll just make a world as fast as I can. And so there's just, like, blocks everywhere. It was really messy. Um, <laughs> it was just, like... It was, like, trying to just make your way to the end of a level that was just, like, random data that got streamed in. Oh, no. um, but then I played another one that had, like, a good Zelda level because they have that Zelda... that uh, Link power-up where you can shoot arrows and stuff. But, yeah, I haven't really seen some anyone do a cohesive kind of game and it also doesn't use like it's not really ever going to be like a Mario game because you can't like if you finish a level with a mushroom you're not going to start your next level with a mushroom so yeah that that kind of lets it down in the end and apparently it's going to be the last update so yeah that's a little sad especially because they left that um next to uh I think 3D uh the 3D world style, they just left the whole spot blank. That's just oh, going to be there forever. Um, yeah, I wonder so what I... that was going to be. I mean, they also they put in with this update the um, Super Mario Bros. 2, where you can stand on top of the enemies and pick them up and throw them and stuff. Well, yeah, I, I would have imagined it would have been like a, a Mario 2 USA kind of yeah. uh, skin. That would be very cool, especially because there was a lot more sort of puzzle solving in, in that one, a little bit more grabbing keys and, and stacking items to get up to different places Yeah, kind of stuff going on. Um, but but still, cool cool to have worlds. Maybe we'll make uh, a, a series of levels. That would be really fun. Have some sort of world podcast challenge. Mm-hmm. I, wanna, I was excited by... Uh, how you made a city and it made you feel very powerful. So now I would like to make a whole Mario world and I would I would like to see how that feels. Have you seen um, the um <laughs> the Lego Mario thing? Uh excuse me? No, I don't. Is that real? <laughs> yes. I guess this could, this is a headline news too. There's, okay, headline news. <laughs> there's Mario Lego sets coming out. And what it is is you have a Mario, who's like the size of, I don't know, he's a he's a weird size. He's the mm-hmm. size of like a a bit bigger than a Yakult, if you're familiar. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the okay. only thing I could think of. Um, he's about that size, and he has, uh, like a LED eyes and mouth and spot on his tummy, and he has like a he has like a speaker in him, so you can <laughs> like jump him around and he can. Uh, he has a sensor in his on the on the bottom of him, so if you put him on like r- red Lego, it'll go. Oh, that's lava, and he'll go. Oh, he'll make the lava sounds or whatever. Um, I see. And you can build all the rest of it. It's not minifig scale. All the like Goombas and Koopa Troopers and stuff are made out of pieces, which is fine. Um, a lot of the a lot of it doesn't look that good, but whatever. Um, but it's kind of built modularly so that there's different spaces that you can connect. And then I guess the idea is you uh, press a button on Mario or something and you have like 60 seconds to get to the end of the course and like collect as many coins as, as you can. It's not really Ugh. a game. It's like more of a toy because you're physically picking up Mario and moving yeah. him around. So you, you just... could just move him right to the end if you wanted to. It's it's pretty much just a gross motor exercise that you can yeah. do with yourself. I, um... I, it's not going to be uh, it's not going to be <clears> a <throat> gripping game for adults. But I can <laughs> I can imagine it being a fun toy for kids. Yeah, I'd I'd be excited about this as a kid, even though Mario looks pretty fucked up. Yeah, uh... he looks kind of weird, doesn't he? But yeah, you can like jump on. Uh, enemies and they have like a symbol on the top so it knows how mm-hmm. to make the right sound and stuff you can like there's parts where it's like you put him on a platform and it's like a challenge and you have to spin him around and, and stuff like that so mm-hmm. uh, you can put him on a like a cloud on a stick and, and, and wave him through the air 
That's and, very good. And isn't the it? the man from Lego says if you if you move him in a in a certain way, you'll get extra bonus coins. Uh, the um, man from Lego. I just watched a I watched a video where he was there was someone from Lego who was explaining it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's a weird one that's come that's coming out soon. Yeah, it, Mario looks like a if he was <laughs> if he was in uh, Boom Blocks or something. Steven Spielberg's Boom Blocks, <laughs> and that was his form. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a little little strange looking, but I'm sure I'm sure the kids will love it. That's Lego, everybody. Uh, breaking news right there. Mm. We've got a couple more stories here. Animal Crossing breaks bank. <laughs> Number one uh, game of the week this year was Animal Crossing New Horizons. That's uh, an, it's a um, it's a news. Animal Crossing break bank is what is what the newsboy <laughs> shouts on the street as he tries to sell you the paper. Extra! Animal <laughs> Crossing breaks the bank again. <laughs> yep, and uh, it's uh, who knows. Um, the Switch exclusive saw a 53% jump in sales over the previous uh, week, which is pretty huge. It's still yeah, number one crazy. at the moment. I think right behind FIFA for the Switch, mm. uh, which is unprecedented. Good job, Animal Crossing. Everyone's relaxing on you right now, and I think it's just yeah, the time. Good job, Animal Crossing. You, mm-hmm. you came out at just the right time. <laughs> you really to, did. Uh, it's almost carried. like you were planning it the whole time. <laughs> You mm. creeps! Mm. Now I'm now I'm scratching my chin. Hmm. Maybe these What's conspiracy theory people have a point. Yep. First cooking mama cook star. Now this. <laughs> all over the place. Um. So yeah, good job Animal Crossing. That's all really all we have to say about that. I bet it's a good game. I still haven't played it. Have you still been playing it a little bit, Kevin? Yeah, I've been playing it. They did a. It's it's good. It's good. The thing that <laughs> okay. I think is good about it. Is they keep doing fun little uh, events and stuff. I mean, there was the there was the Easter one that everyone hated because it made it harder to get fish and stuff, the stuff that you actually wanted. Um, yeah. At the moment, they're doing some sort of nature day stuff, and they're they're putting in. You can get like hedges and get points for putting flowers in your hair and stuff. And they brought in the uh, the black market fox guy and you can put uh, art in the museum so it feels like they're going to keep putting in a lot of new stuff especially like because it's sold so well it'll make sense for them to uh, support it mm-hmm. so I expect yeah. we'll get a lot of uh, kind of new events and stuff going forward in the future yeah for sure I, me- I remember in all the previous ones the events were just like I, I don't think they were ever patched in or, or like in updates or anything like that they were just uh, piecemeal uh, in the game uh, yeah. like set to just certain dates like when it would ha- like it was only a day I think the events that have been happening in this Switch one have been over a, a period of like a week or something usually it seems yeah like, the, Easter, the Easter one in the previous games was just on a single day but this one it went yeah. for two weeks yeah yeah so that, that's interesting that giving people more time to experience the content, even if it might be grading, uh, at least the Easter egg stuff seemed like it was. Yeah, well, I think it was, it just came at the wrong time because everyone had just started playing and now it, like half of the time you're trying to get some wood, you're accidentally getting an egg instead. Yeah, you're, you're not getting the actual resources that you need at the start of the game. Um, but yeah, it'll be good. It's it's an interesting game um, and... Having these events is a very Animal Crossing kind of thing, I guess. You know, it's about it happens in the real world time. Mm-hmm. Go- going outside and doing stuff and collecting eggs instead of wood. Mm. All of those things. Um, one uh, another news story, the final one, and it's a bit of a solemn one too. Okay. The f- the final days off. of the 3DS. Oh that dear. Yeah, that was a bit Inspector Gadgety. <laughs> Nintendo 3DS and Wii U eShops in uh, in certain Latin American and Caribbean countries will no longer be able to redeem download codes after July 1st, 2020. That comes from uh, Wario64 on Twitter. Hmm. Um, and usually, I remember when the uh, Wii eShop uh, started closing down. I remember it was in like just a couple of territories at first, but then a, a bit after that, it was announced that uh, they'd be... Uh, going down pretty much everywhere uh, at a certain point, so I can I can only imagine that this would spell the end for the eShop for both the Wii U and the 3DS. 
um, at a certain point, which would be very sad. Yeah, like. it makes it makes it makes sense. I guess it's time. You can't, yeah. Yeah. I guess the the only thing I have to say about that is I better get my hands on that uh, that like that card game horse horse racing game that's on three. Oh yeah, I'm interested in that one. I think that's the that's the only thing I can think of that I uh, uh, this might cause me to miss out on if I don't act quickly. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I mean, like, there's there was a lot of a lot of good 3DS games that only came out for the 3DS that were exclusive that uh, I think I'd probably want to pick up at the the eShop if if it, especially if it was a download one. Like, I remember all those like um little games that uh, a bunch of Japanese studios collaborated on with Level Five. There was a, mm. the Grasshopper one, like all those little like digital games that probably won't see a re-release. I'm imagining, yeah, Attack of the Friday Monsters and that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'd, I'd be kind of sad about it. I I I've had the the 3DS since uh, that little little Terra came out. I remember I was playing your one before that. We're playing. I was playing 3D Land. Yeah, that's and, a, uh, that was a that was a it's a while. It feels like it feels like it wasn't a long time ago, but it was. It sure I was enough. still in uh, high school, probably ending ending high school. Yeah, it's it was a versatile system. It's been like ten years now that the the 3ds has uh, been kicking around. Almost, I think it was like twenty eleven or twenty twelve that it that it, it came was out. good. It was a good boy, and it took over from the DS, and it defeated the Vita somehow. And yeah, <laughs> um. But yeah, I guess that's over. It's gonna be it's it's Switch now. The Switch is mm-hmm. kind of like the Vita. Yeah, I, that's what I was gonna say. The Switch is essentially uh, Vita technology. It's so it's so weird that uh that that whole thing was so wasted by Sony. They, it seems like at least on the marketing side, they were zone. ahead of the, It was ahead of its time. I guess. Yeah, definitely ahead of its time because I was just testing like some of the uh the uh. PlayStation 3 PS Vita connecting stuff. I played Ico for a little bit on my Vita and it worked perfectly. Just like mm-hmm. uh, doing like a, a Wi-Fi kind of connection thing with my my PS3. That kind of stuff is really... And like, you know, all the all the PS1 classics and, and stuff you can play on that thing. Yeah, um, it seems to very... be a good device. I guess it just... Um, there wasn't a market spot for it at the right time. Mm-hmm. No more no more rear touch for the consoles, it seems. <laughs> There were like some bye silly bye, uses of that, like, yeah, you, you you touched it to climb ladders in Uncharted and, and stuff like that. Mm. I pretty, do always like fun. it when they put something crazy like that in. Yeah, it's fun. Um, you can also use it as, it's usually the L2 and R2 triggers in PS1 games as well, which really messes you up if you've got big meaty hands all running on <laughs> the yeah. console. Um, but yeah, I love that thing. Uh, goodbye Vita and and goodbye uh, one day 3DS and Wii U. I'll be sad about the Wii U shop, even though it's it's all just you know Sudoku uh, <laughs> party uh, and that kind of thing. And yeah, a, that's a good little system that I that I appreciate a lot. But that's the news. Thank you for joining us for the news, everybody. Our next uh, thing is that we're going to talk about the games we're playing. Cyber now, games. We're a couple of gamers. And we love to play different video games. Kevin, tell me all about what's going on with you. What's the story with what you're playing? I, this is the headline. This actually should probably be in, uh, probably be in breaking news. Okay, hold on. Let me play this song again. Thank you. Okay, it's played. <laughs> I've I have deleted from my phone Disney Magic Kingdoms. No. It was time. Hold I've, on. I've graduated. Wait a second now. Yes, do you have any questions? Well, did you did you did you put any money down at least? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. I have God. I have in the past. I on some other games, I on like there was like a Ghostbusters one I did. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's I can't... in character for you, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember the last one that I, s- the last kind of free, uh, game that I spent real money on. Mm, but it... I remember you got a uh, you got heavily addicted to Simpsons Tapped Out and put a thousand dollars on that. <laughs> it was a, a oh, bad I, time in your life. A I bet it all cash. on a poo. 
<laughs> I needed platinum Apu, for fuck's sake. It was really important to me. It should just be... The Simpsons tapped out should not be... It should not be that. It should be just an actual casino where you can win real money. I think that's where <laughs> that's where we're headed, and I would like you to see someone put a thousand dollars on Millhouse. Yeah, you don't think that's too honest? Like literally a, a casino. <laughs> well, that kind of is what it is. Like when I was playing um, Magic Kingdoms, like from in the past, I feel like these games, like you sent someone off on a mission for, you know, four hours or whatever, and you were going to get the item, you know? For example, Iron Man's hat, which is yes. something I'm sure you got in uh, that Avengers... Um, Academy. Avengers Campus game. Yeah. But with this Great one... I, I might... Look, I'm probably wrong about the old ones too. But with this one, like, you always... You only ever have a chance of getting... For example, Prince Charming's gloves. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, a, a, a scream canister from Monsters, Inc. So, you would make all these plans. Like, it is kind of... As much as I've said before that there's no game in it, there is kind of... there is a There is a game about resource management and planning how to use your time. And it's like, I'll send this person on this mission so I can get this whatever. But then... All your plans just get mucked up because uh, the things that you need just they don't drop, and then it's like okay, well, <laughs> especially well, again. in in the context of like uh, the events where you're trying to you know you've only got thirty days to try and unlock as many as you can. Um, mm. Yeah, I you know I might have been close to unlocking a new character or whatever. Anyway, all these games where you put timers and stuff in, they're just. It's fake satisfaction of of doing a job without actually producing anything. Um, and they are kind of like a parasite on your mind. So I had to delete it to, to, to better myself. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad you took the step, Kevin, because uh, if, if you weren't going to do it, someone had to tell you to get rid of that, exactly. that nasty app. The first step is acknowledging that you have a problem, mm-hmm. right? I've got to do my, my 12 steps. Um, yeah, twelve step program. Get rid of Disney, Disney, whatever kingdoms, Magic Kingdoms. Apart from that, I've been playing. I got um, got Nintendo Online again, and so I've been playing uh, Tetris ninety nine, and I oh. I won the other day. I got number oh one. Oh my god! And I got number two this morning. Wow, you're you're I'm really a, jamming it. I'm a true I'm a true true Tetris king. It's got yes. um. It's got like daily missions and stuff now. You can you can do missions to earn tickets to like unlock new backgrounds or whatever. And mm-hmm. there's also a bunch of extra modes they put in, but you have to like pay cough up fifteen bucks for like the single player modes and stuff. Yeah. And it's like well, I thought the point of this was that it was our reward for getting the online. Like the other the Xbox and PlayStation stuff, they I guess they are more expensive, but they give you heaps and heaps of free games. Um, yeah, that's but true. who knows if on any given week or any given month whether it's going to be something you're actually interested in. I have enjoyed mm. playing some of the. Um, I enjoyed playing Excite Bike. I played that on the. Uh, I don't know what it's called now. It's not Virtual Console anymore, but NES whatever it online. is. Yeah. Um, it's been cool to play some of that stuff because it really is like trying to trying to play these retro games on the. Uh, I forget what it was. What it's called, the Game Shell. It's like mm-hmm. you can't. the The switch really is a very good device for playing games. It'll wake up yes. Sada straight away, and you can play games on it, and you can pause it, and you can do whatever. Um, and you can pull it out and take it to bed if you want, and just do whatever the hell you want with it. It's great. Yeah, it's very versatile and a very mm-hmm. uh, quick and user friendly. Whereas these other kind of uh, devices. They they hadn't they had just done as aren't as quick and I wasn't expecting that to be so much of an issue for me but I guess it is. Hmm. Well, with everything becoming faster, it's gonna you're gonna start getting getting more annoyed when shit is being slower. Yes, that's as, true. As versatile and great as the Nintendo Switch. What uh, cyber games have you been playing? I've been 
Um, not much out from the usual because I just finished a big assignment. Mm. <laughs> we, me and you talked about it on Slack, but uh, it was a, a terrible uh, film analysis uh, for the the film Waking Fright, which is an Australian film from 1971. And there was a, just a... I, had to, I wasn't... When I picked the assignment, I was like, yeah, I'll pick this movie because I really wanted to, to watch it. It's a great film. It's very scary. But I didn't, I didn't expect the ramifications of that. And that said, I had to, to watch a lot of uh, animal cruelty happen. That was a very bad time for me. Yeah, but, uh, I had a I, look at the Wikipedia page and it said that they, um, it included shooting live kangaroos. Yeah, so they did it, I, I believe they did it, and, and the Animal Association of Australia wanted them to show as much footage as they could so they could get it banned um, in the country. And also, uh, the film crew, I, I re- when I was doing my research, they orchestrated like a, a power shutdown, so eventually they'd stop hunting the kangaroos because it was so horrible for oh, the crew to, to watch it. And and boy, watching it on the on the film screen and having to like analyze it and taking apart like what it means for like oh you know uh, breaking the Australian uh, myth sort of stuff is uh it's it was not fun yeah, to, to do that like over it. and over. But the hey, movie's good. It's it, it's pretty <laughs> scary, you know. Um, uh, but anyway, I've been uh, keeping keeping well and healthy, playing a lot of Ring Fit Adventure still, still keeping mm. keeping good. Um. I've kind of reached a point where uh, I've I've got a bunch of you can set the like different attacks you'll do, which are essentially just exercises, which are in different classes. So ones that that uh, do your pecs and ones that do your arms or your, your parts of your legs and all, all that sort of stuff. And they're color coded, and uh, so are enemies. So if you have a blue enemy, uh, that might mean more like yoga poses or something like that. So you have to use blue attacks on them, and it will do more damage. So that way, that uh, certain levels will be like focusing on on working out different parts of your bodies, which I think is a really smart way of doing mm. that. It's like, okay, this level will be all like uh, all red guys, so I'm gonna be doing a lot of squats and all that sort of stuff. Um, so that's cool. Uh, I think a couple of things that have been annoying me about it in the long term is that the leg strap, as we've talked about before, the like cowboy gun holster sort of thing going on on your leg. Uh, it kind of I'm not sure how tight I'm meant to put it because if it's too tight, it, it kind of, it, it, it's just too tight and it, it makes your, your muscles fall go all bulgy. Yeah, and if it's too loose, it feels like it's kind of jiggling around everywhere, mm. and it doesn't, it doesn't feel necessarily comfortable or stable. I can't, it's kind of hard to tell. Um, you kind of gotta mess around with it a little bit, um, but but I'm still getting a, every every time I use it, I'm getting a big uh, big sweaty grin on my face. I'm always uh, exercising and and uh, and uh, spinning that wheel. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's good. I gotta get on. Uh, I gotta get on that ring fit. Yeah, definitely. It's a good thing right now too to to be able to to work mm. out in the home. It also has uh, something I really like about it is that all the exercises have like a, a start up stretch and then a cool down stretch for the end. So you're mm, that's good. getting all your your good flexibility in. Um, yeah, still keeping up with that. Snack World, uh, everyone's been asking about it, and here I am to say, I'm getting close to the end game of Snack oh. World. I feel like, I feel like we're, uh, 30 hours in right now, and I feel like I'm getting close to some kind of conclusion. I don't know what any of this means right now, but, uh, there's a dragon man, and he's teaching me how to be, like, a, a dragon, uh, okay. boy. And uh, he's, I got to go around and do all these quests to gather a thing. It's kind of like a like a Dragon Ball arc right now. I visited does the, a big. Uh, uh, does the dragon have like an avocado or a piece of toast or what's his? What's its name? What's it's his got story? A name. I think it's. I think it's. I think his name is Smorg, like a smorgasbord, mm, but like the Hobbit dragon. That makes sense. That's that's not that's actually that's not a bad joke. I don't, it's not that, but he's not food, Kevin. He's just a dragon. He's like, it's not, he's not like, he doesn't have a, a fucking sizzler, uh, like, not about, uh, not salad bar food, on his head. Jace. It's about snacks. Snack world. It's it's not about food, it's about how you it makes you feel. And right now I've got a big dumb smile on my face, thinking about Smog and the big bad guy, uh, what's his name again? Salt and Pepper. Really good stuff. Uh, really good stuff, 10 out of 10. Yeah. One thing, here's one thing I'll say about Snack World that I really like. Um, when you select a quest, uh, you would then, you can then choose to, uh, auto-equip all the suitable equipment for that quest. 
So you'll uh, auto equip and put on all these different out like a certain different outfit and like color that would be good because uh, like brands of, of equipment are important and so mm. are like the colors that you unlock for them. You know, like on a certain day, it updates every day that like oh it's a yellow is the the color of the day today. So wear that with your clothes. Um, and also it'll set the uh, weapons for you automatically because the uh, the enemies uh, it's very important that you're hitting them with the right weapons. And uh, when you're on the field and when you're uh, locking onto an enemy, uh, you can press uh, the back, one of the back triggers, I think it's the right trigger, to change a weapon to the one that you need for the, the enemy. It'll usually come up with a pomp on, prompt on screen, and then you'll, uh, you'll hit them with that weapon, and they'll die much quicker. But um, it just gives you a, a good incentive to be using a bunch of different weapons per quest and uh, uh, when you're choosing each quest. So mm. it's like... You're always uh, using different stuff, and each thing has a different cooldown and kind of attack and frames and that sort of stuff. Yeah. And uh, it's done a good job of um, early on in the game, the weapons weren't didn't feel super powerful at all, and it was kind of disappointing. But now everything feels like it's like I'm smashing enemies into the stratosphere with all my little special attacks I can do with my little man here, Kevin. It's very exciting stuff, Snackworld. I'm still enjoying it, still snacking on. Uh, snack on everybody, snackheads. Snack on, snack on, I'll, snackheads. It, we'll have a big multiplayer clan. We'll be called the Snackheads, <laughs> and, and we'll play it every day that's until the, the game goes uh, down. That's the clear evolution of Sky Pirate Studios. Here's how you know a game's good, too, Kevin. Snack yeah. World still on version 1.0. <laughs> they got it right the first time. That's right. They didn't. They they're not messing around. It's 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 just that's just the game. It's Snack oh, World. Dear. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't heard anything about the uh the it, it being on the charts. I'm I'm a little worried. Yeah, it seems um, like they're kind of their uh what do you call it? Their multimedia uh franchise I platform for it this is not taken off not 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 biting on this one they're gonna have to come back with a whole new concept back to the drawing board fellas we'll do professor layton but it's gonna be in uh you know russia this time huh <laughs> it's gonna be uh professor layton but it's also grand theft auto online well that'd be good <laughs> <laughs> i've got to solve these puzzles and then steal this car luke <laughs> We gotta, we gotta hotwire this car, Luke. Can you connect the wires? Um, Professor, there's so many. That's the puzzle. That's the thing about it, Luke. It's all the world's a big puzzle. Um. <laughs> anyway, those are the games I've been playing. Uh, aside from the the very special game of the week. Game Club of the week. This week we played Simon Quest's Transylvanian Adventure. Uh, so it's a guy named Simon Quests, uh, Simon yes. Quest, and this is his Transylvanian adventure. It's like uh, it's like Castlevania a whole lot. Um, it is. It's like a Castlevania whole, whole a whole so much that you have to. It can't. You can't really say that it's something else. It has to. Nope. It has to be a. The only way you can really get away with it is by saying that it's a parody of Castlevania, which it... I guess! <laughs> which is that it is only in that some of the some of the names of the enemies are, like, memes. Yeah, it's mildly comical sometimes. It's, it's, uh, it's mildly memeified Castlevania. Yes, yes. so I played, uh, I played the two demos that were available. I, 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 initially, I jumped around in the, uh, the first one, which seemed to be kind of like a, a Castlevania 2 sort of outdoor area and then a, a town area that you can go around and, and talk to people in. Um, and it seemed a lot more uh, rudimentary and, even, uh, and basic than the uh, second demo, which I just played this morning, mm. which was in sort of a, a Castlevania... Well, not sort of. It's it's the Castlevania one it's basic, level. It's basically it's, literally the castle from Castlevania yeah, from yeah, level it's one. A couple, couple of well, some differences with like some secret passages and stuff like that. It seems like maybe some secrets in some different sections and areas. But uh, generally, it is uh, a retiled Castlevania one. I think that's which fine, I'm not right? complaining. Like you can't really yeah. come. You can't come for him for doing it when Capcom's been there. Who who's who is the is it Konami? Konami <laughs> Castlevania yeah. when. 
Konami have been doing the exact same thing every Castlevania, so... No, I think I think it's a I think that's it's fair. part of the joy. Yeah, I I, I enjoyed uh, going through that. That's one of my climbing down the level. stairs and going into the area with the fish people. Yep, don't like that part actually. <laughs> don't, don't like I changed the 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 fish the way the fish people spawn. Pretty is pretty unfair. You basically don't have a chance except for memorizing where they're going to pop up. Yeah. Yeah, the first few times I was going through that, uh, it was it was a bad time. But I did find a little secret passage at the end that I couldn't get through. I I couldn't figure out like it seemed like I had to be facing backwards and then do the sort of acrobatic jump back into it, but I couldn't quite figure out how do, to. You can do you can do the um you can hold down a crouch and then I forget which button it is, but w- one of them puts slide. you into the slide. Yeah, the slide, yeah. and then you can press again to do the flip. Um which I imagine he would have Richter would have had in whatever game he is because it also has the Richter backflip in it. And mm. also Richter can do that in S- Smash Ultimate. Yes. Um, uh, I yeah, I found true. that too. Um, as an overview of what I think of it, I think it is very good and it is like Castlevania. It's, mm-hmm. it's very simple and clean and punchy and good. It feels a lot like that, uh, that kind of blood-stained... NES Curse of the Moon yeah um in that it it distills a lot of the good the good stuff from uh the NES Castlevanias definitely um and it's got some funny yeah I just think that I think the art and all of that stuff is is done is done very well um yes I thought in particular, like the the castle uh, demo in particular, looked very nice. Yeah. Um, especially that like the fishman cave was all very sparkly and. and, and yeah, and I'm impressed. They nice. did a lot of good stuff with, um, you know, having the having the, some of the waterfalls in shadow and stuff like that. That I wish I had done more stuff like that in the, uh, in haunted. I guess we didn't mm. we didn't end up getting to, that point. Um, but yeah, it looks really good. I only played the second one. I should the second demo with the mansion. I should mention that too. Um, yeah, so yeah, I managed to get through that secret, that Ooh. secret passage. What I was, was at the end. Uh, I was stuck at the start because I got it one time early when I was trying to get in, and then I could never get it again. But mm. I, um, I tried again today, and I managed to get through and get through to the end. So it's it's. It puts you into an area where there's like harder fish people who spit water at you, and then there's a whole segment where you're on like a moving platform fighting fish people, which is pretty, pretty rough. <laughs> um, but it's got it's like there's nice effects where like if you're on the edge of the platform that's floating in the water, it'll kind of tilt to tilt one way or the other. Um, and then at the end you fight. There's a there's a boss. It's a giant crab. Giant enemy crab because it's uh, ah. it's, a, it's a one of those it's one of those memes, but it's <laughs> outside of to... that name, it is it is honestly a very visually impressive and well mechanically designed fight with a giant crab. What a cool secret! <laughs> yeah, that's very, I'd seen very the I'd seen the crab before on the guy's Twitter. That's where I I've been following him and I've seen a lot of the stuff. So that's where that's where I um interesting got the idea to do it i think he could like uh, th- this person working on it could get away with if they wanted to uh separate it more from the the sort of castlevania concept and sort of like make it oh, halloween quest or something like that like it's, i think they could get away with with releasing that for for cash maybe it's too close to the mechanics of those games but you know bloodstained uh, yeah i don't know the, I don't know what their what their end plan. Yeah, is I just don't know be. what the game plan is. <laughs> yeah. This is uh, releasing it the is, game, and it does seem dangerously close. But I mean, hopefully they just are totally. It just doesn't matter. They're allowed to just do it and don't get in trouble. No, yeah, I'm, I'm sure they'll be allowed to do it. I was just saying that I think it's I think it's great work that they've done and a lot of cool art, and uh, I'm sure they'll release a lot of more promising stuff in in the future. As yes. Well. Um. I was going to say one more other thing. I used a sticky hand when I was playing the uh, the mansion level. It's like a kind of one of those gloopy little sticky hands that little kids would play with and flick on the walls and stuff. It wasn't that interesting. I was hoping I could like cling the walls and things. Oh but... yeah, 
It's just a, like a, I think it's like a I think the idea of it is that it's for like testing or debugging or something because it kills every enemy with one hit. Oh, that's great! I thought I, I did see I didn't use the the whip on the second demo playthrough, for, so I just thought I was great at the game. <laughs> yeah, I used it. Um, uh, I, I used it a lot as well, and then I was like, when it started killing the bosses, when it killed the bosses in uh-huh. one hit, I was like, oh, okay, I see what this I see what this mm-hmm. thing does now. Right, um, it's very I powerful. had to try. I tried not to use it, so I could, um, so I could try and uh, see what it was actually like to fight the bosses without just killing them in one hit. And actually, see For their sure. attacks. But yeah, it's all. It was all very clean and all designed very well. Um, it's impressive. Like the thing that I feel like is, I'd like to be able to get something more like that. I suppose I feel like in the. the when I'm making games, they end up quite messy, and there's lots of things that are kind of off and need to get fixed, and I can never, I'm not sure if it's, uh, maybe that's just part of, maybe I'm not making it right in the first place, or maybe these games that I see that are, uh, I think are really clean and simple have had that issue too, and just have have it all cleaned up and polished, so it's Yeah, that, that's, and that's always what, what I thought it was. Especially, like, recently, like, I don't remember if you saw when the, uh, Terry Kavanagh put out the, the VBVBV, uh, source code, mm. and everyone on Reddit was going nuts because it was a huge mess. I always thought that game was so, like, tight and, and clean and, like, completely just, just, yeah. like, perfectly good, but, but apparently just, just so, so much going on back there that, that was, like, uh, you know, um, not, not just silly silly practice and, and shit they, they, they okay, didn't need well, to do very complicated good. that makes me feel better yeah I think I think it's meant to be messy like every video game on the surface looking cool uh, right behind it just a lot of wires and, and mess, people sweating yeah. so two, two guys in overalls pu- pushing coal into a furnace going this thing needs to work <laughs> just holding holding it together by a thread it's barely hanging by a thread we're gonna die um Yes, so that's uh, that's the game of the week. That's Simon Quest Transylvania Adventure. I've got an idea for the next one. I I'm think. Ready to hear. Uh, it. Kevin, did you end up playing Never Stop Sneaking? Um, um, no, I didn't. It's on the Switch, and I believe it's on Steam and all those sort of things as well. It's made by Humble Hearts, who made Dust and Elysian Tale. I don't remember. I don't know if you remember that sort of Metroidvania. I remember the name, out. but I I never. I don't think it's a very good name because it it never it it never attached itself to a game genre or anything. I just remember the yeah. name. Yeah, it was sort of a, uh, a Metroidvania thing where you were an anthropomorphic uh, fox kind of character, and there was apparently a very emotional storyline, and everyone was very excited about it when it came out in like I think it was twenty thirteen or fourteen, hmm. and then he made this. Uh, I think a couple years back, around when the Switch. Uh, launched um it's kind of like a a streamlined uh, much more casual version of a metal gear game um metal gear solid so i think it would be fun to play and and see what kind of things it does uh that are cool and see what kind of things it does that are not or uh, that yeah, we might want to talk that's about that's interesting because I, I am interested in um in some metal gear in a uh, metal gear inspired uh project in the future yeah, I, I played a bit of this when it came out, but I haven't played it since, so it would be interesting to go back and, and see, uh, have a look at it. Have a little peer at it from my little, one of those little monocles you get for looking at crystals and things. It's, hmm, this is a video, I'm looking <laughs> in the code of the game. Um, that's Never Stop Sneaking, you can play it. Um, and that's, I guess, that's the podcast too. That's Always it, remember that's the podcast. To please send your questions, questions at skypiratestudios.com, also on Twitter at skypirateradio. All sorts of questions. We'll answer anything about any... Not just our own games, but any game that might be coming out soon. Uh, we'll answer honestly and give you a lot of exclusive details about those games as well. So please, uh, go ahead and ask us. I'll give you a oh. preview for next for next episode. If your question is about what do we think about Cats, the movie, 20, oh. 2019, then you, you'll have that answer. You don't need to ask that one. You'll have that one answered, mm-hmm. I promise. We'll do that next week. Yeah, I think we'll do that next time. We're kind of we're, it's we've run long enough. I think. Got, leave them wanting more. That's what they say. 
Mm-hmm. I did have another section I wanted to do, but I think I'm going to save that for next time too because I, it's a good idea and I want to leave him wanting. Exactly. And, you know, it's always sad to say goodbye, uh, but you know you know what? You know what, Kevin? Yeah? I what? think we've made a few new friends along the way, and I think that's the most important thing of all. You're right. You know what? You're right. Yeah. That's, that's, that's where I'm at with this whole thing. So thank you for joining us, everybody. I'll catch you on the flip side. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Thank you for joining us for a nice podcast. Um, see you soon. <laughs> Bye.